Welcome to that What? Welcome to the Bad Pipes Podcast. Whenever you uh, uh carry your note too long, your your mic uh automatically mutes you. Did you know that? What? Yeah. It's like uh noise, the noise canceling stuff so that you don't hear like fans and things in the background of people. Oh, so just like it cut me out there yeah, for a so second. Like once you hit the same note for too long, it just cuts you out. I'll be I'll be really interested to hear how that intro went. This is some behind baseball right now for uh, our our five listeners and our one uh, Berlin Berlin center Berlin center. <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Uh, I I don't know about Scott, but I'm still on that. Uh, cold and sinus medicine uh, I'm, I'm finally I'm finally 100% better as of like a day or two ago yeah it took forever yeah. like I got that I got that like I got rid of my cold and I had a fucking sore throat that came up and it just would not go away for like two weeks yeah I'm uh I'm past most of like the nose and sore throat stuff and now it's just you know that chest phlegm yeah for sure all right, so uh, this episode, which people will probably uh, see before they listen to this part, uh, this is just going to be a Five Nights at Freddy's review because we had jokingly said we were going to do it for the end of October, and then uh, we forgot it was coming out. <laughs> and uh, then Matt, who was supposed to join us for a our cyberpunk episode which was supposed to be this week uh he's he's a he's a planner badly a badly planner and uh we gotta figure out a time to record with him over the weekend so instead what you're getting is this friday night at freddy's because we're recording this on a friday night it's the other fnaf friday night at freddy's yeah i've decided that's the episode title i like it um, um yeah all right that's it kiss your dogs good night <laughs> uh okay so getting into it okay so our review for willie's wonderland oh sorry shit i met freddie fazbear five nights at freddy's uh, uh, uh what this movie is 20 million dollars can you believe that I actually was just looking that up, so I was going, what's the budget? Because right now it's showing the domestic gross is 80 mil, so it's four oh. times, it's already four times Dude, that makes sense. People go budget. fucking crazy for the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. Have you ever played any of the games? I haven't, but I want you to know I'm deep in the lore. I watch YouTube videos about the lore. Oh my god. I, I've been doing it since way back. I used to watch Matt Pat's videos he would put out, uh... Shout out, shout out, Matt Pat. Uh, Matt what is Pat, it? By the way, in the movie, he plays a waiter. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, no, I used to watch his like he would just do his little, his little like, oh, here's what's going down in the lore. And then, honestly, before, well, before the movie came out, probably like a month ago, I watched like some dude had a pretty good, uh, like, def- like kind of like his view on what the definitive lore is because like there's still some it's very vague so like people are still kind of like up in the air on certain things and there's a lot of hot debate within the FNAF community mm-hmm. yeah I see well there's been what like 20 games at this point um yeah there's been a fuck t- there's like 9 or 10 
Yeah. It's a lot. And I mean, there's even like offshoot games from what I understand. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Could, could be upwards of 20. I mean, I know when you're like walking through like corporate bookstores or like FYE in the malls or stuff like that, there's always like a Five Nights at Freddy's section. Probably in Hot Topic too. I haven't been in a Hot mm-hmm. Topic in like <clears throat> probably 10 years at least, but they're yeah. probably in there. I mean, yeah, strong merch. They got, they got some strong the strong merch game. Yeah, you always see them them. <clears throat> You always see them teenagers running around with the Five Nights at Freddy's shirts on. That's... Yeah. Um... Um, So, yeah. Uh, How does... How did this start out? I can't remember how the movie exactly started out. Uh... Well, it has, like, a little... It teases you a little bit. It gives you the, uh, the old security guy like running around in the in the places like oh right and then you see the like bear mask coming down on him with all the saws or whatever in it and yeah yeah cutting him up yeah um and then it hops over to our boy uh young hunger games and he's he's having like nightmares or something yeah uh no he's a security guard in the mall and then he like beats up someone's dad oh yeah he thinks that dude's you think that he thinks that dude's like kidnapping a kid and obviously with his with his back background trauma he's like nah not on my watch and yeah he he pulls a paul blart and gets fired blart and mall mall cops that guy yeah (laughs) not for real Um. um and then that, yeah, that, that that makes him. I mean, he's got he's got a not a daughter. He's got a sister. He's got to provide for. So, yeah. home homeboy, he's got to go get a new job. And sure enough, Matthew Lillard has a job perfect for him. Yep. Um, also, does it does it ever address what happened to their parents? does in like the middle of the movie i think it says that they like got divorced and like one of them drank themselves to death or something like that and the other one just left pretty fucking depressing yeah uh yeah there's a lot of trauma in this movie for being real yeah um yeah yeah so he takes his job as the security guard for Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. That he does. Oh, we should mention this is a Bloomhouse production as well, because that's a pretty good name within like uh, horror type movies. Yeah, Bloomhouse. Um, I feel like Bloomhouse and A24 are like two that really come to mind when we're talking about kind of like edgier, edgier horror. Yeah, I mean, A24 is definitely more of, like, an art house studio, whereas I feel like yeah. Bloomhouse is more of, like, a... I don't know, maybe not, like, art house, but definitely kind of what you were saying, like, edgier or trying to be... I feel yeah. like edgy has, like, a foul connotation nowadays, but, like, more... They're trying to be on, like, the cutting edge doing new stuff. Yeah. Um, do you feel like they did that with this movie? Um, I, man, I guess so. Eh, I feel like 
with with the with the FNAF name, they really I think they had some pressure to kind of stay true and not take too many liberties, which they they didn't. I think they did a pretty good job of staying true to a lot of the lore. Um so yeah, I think in that regard, like I don't think they had an opportunity to really like kind of push it and be as edgy as possible. Um I don't know, on a $20 million budget, I, I'm i pretty sure, aren't the animatronics real? Like, they built animatronics for this, right? Um, I don't know. Like, if they might have had some animatronics, but I know a lot of it would have been, like, dude in a suit, you know? Uh, like, when you're looking at the cast, like, Freddy Fazbear is played by a guy, and uh, Chica yeah. is played by a girl, and, uh, you know... That kind of stuff. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I feel like it... It didn't, like, blow me away or nothing. Yeah, no. I definitely wasn't blown away. I, I actually... I think at some point to this, I was being like, I kind of wish this was more like Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I also found myself doing that. Like, somewhere in that, like second act where like his sister is now like going there too and mm -hmm. she's like being friendly with him and then the uh what's her name vanessa i believe is like getting mad at him for bringing her there yeah um that whole section for me was just like like that's where you're getting a lot of like his background explained mm -hmm. with like the, the brother. His brother being abducted yeah um dropping the lines about his parents um like in that section i was kind of like god i just wish we were at the point where things were like heating up now you know yeah like, the first two-thirds of the movie feel very safe i guess oh yeah no definitely like it's it's very interesting so like you have this like whole set up and like like basically yeah that's that first two-thirds of the movie feels very dull and it's a lot of setup on like this character who's not very much related to the lore or the video games and his sister and like vanessa and so like you have like all this setup and it's just kind of like and then all of a sudden that last third we get a bunch of action we get a fucking lore dump and like what is actually going on with like all this fucking shit in in the the pizzeria and i was like i was like i found that last third like actually more a lot more engaging um than like the first two thirds of the movie yeah. being like i really didn't you, care a whole lot do you feel like all of the character establishment that they did for the first two thirds of the movie made that payoff better no no Nah, I feel like they could have just kind of like, <laughs> and I think part of this goes kind of back to like the actual lore of like the games. It's so like, do you know like any of the actual lore of, of like the video games? Like, like the first, like, yeah, you mentioned <laughs> it on the podcast before. Yeah. So kind of like, and, and I feel like they could have done this instead of having this random dude with his sister play him. So like, the character you're playing or it's suspected you're playing in the games is the son of William Afton. So the dude in the, the yellow rabbit suit 
the actual the serial killer guy. Mm -hmm. Like, you're in the video games, you're at least in the first like one or two or whatever, you're playing his son, um, who is taking the job of security and guard that, to investigate the Matthew Lillard in this movie. It does, yeah. Which plot twist. Plot twist. He was yeah. he was giving out jobs, but to lure, I guess, security guards in to kill them, maybe? Very, very similar to Willy's Wonderland in that aspect. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't, I wasn't sure if they were actually going to have him be alive or not, um, because it is, it is lore canon that he is killed by the Springtrap suit of um, the Yellow Rabbit. What's its name? I can't remember its name in the actual games. Um... Yeah, so it's just like he actually does die that way uh, in the video games, and then yeah, like basically it's it's his like really the one of the cool things, one of the cool deep lore things they don't they don't really explain it. He, it's, he's just kind of like this guy in the movie who's like doing this shit. There's no really like motive. We're just kind of like supposed to accept that this dude is just going around in a yellow rabbit suit killing children and now other people. Or like, just kind of live in there with them. I don't know what his deal is. I'm also kind of like, if you if people know he's doing this, like, why is no one trying to track him down? I don't know. Um, but like, he has motive in like in the games when he's still alive. His motive is like he actually he had he had two sons, and the older son was bullying the younger son, puts the younger son in the mouth of Freddy Fazbear, and he dies. And then William Afton realizes his son's body possessed that suit and he goes oh shit like there might be a way to like bring him back he basically starts experimenting with the suits and children realizing that the soul of his son got saved in this animatronic and so he's like basically he's kidnapping kids and killing them in experiments using animatronic suits that's his whole motive in the video games is the yellow rabbits named Steve no Steve is Steve was the the um the nameplate he had working the job as like the the fucking oh, okay. the dude um I can't remember the name um it is you're just saying the quote yellow rabbit suit yeah ah fuck it has a name I can't remember cause Bonnie's the normal rabbit Oh, well. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, basically, he, he starts experimenting with kids and animatronics. It actually leads him to, like, he he opens up, like, a lab where he creates, like, he creates, like, an actual company that's, like, working in animatronics. Because, like, before people realize he's, ser like, a serial killer murdering children. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, like, making these other animatronics that are, like, I, I don't know. Basically, his daughter also becomes obsessed with one of these. And she ends up dying at the end. He he basically just like gets all of his kids murdered because he's like a psycho mad scientist working with animatronics, um, and it uh, inevitably leads to uh, um, his death. Well, but then he but then obviously it, it can be what, understood. What did he, you he, say he, the he, box office was at right now? Uh, it said eighty million on on yeah, uh, so Rotten Tomatoes. The worldwide take right now is 154 million. 
Damn. Um, yeah, gross U.S. was 80. Second, it's saying 94.2 million for the U.S. and Canada. Wow. And uh, 59.9 more in other territories. I mean, extremely profitable. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, the uh, yellow rabbit suit is also Bonnie. It's just known as Spring Bonnie because it's a spring trap suit. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's also, like, lore where, like, he actually had a partner who's, like, a, a good guy. And uh, the good guy also had a kid. And then William Afton also, like, murders his partner's kid. And so, like, some of the games you're playing as William's older son who, like, realized he fucked up in, by accidentally having, like, accidentally getting his little brother murdered. And now he's trying to, like, stop his father, like, undo what his father was doing. And there, there I guess there's some games where you're playing as, like, his... William's partner in the whole business, and you're like you're also trying to like work to like undo all this evilness he's done. So the lore is pretty cool. Any any of yours out there who are more interested in it, there's there's pretty good ones you can find on YouTube. I can't remember the exact one that I, I watched, but I mean you literally just look up like FNAF lore, and you can go into like a hour and a half long video where they they delve into it. But yeah. as far as the movie goes. The lore is pretty interesting. It's just like they they got stuff right on surface level, but they didn't delve too much into it. And then you had like again, you have like where it's like you didn't get like the motive in the movie of like why Williams doing this. He's just kind of like this dude who's uh, he just he has like a collection of animatronic ghost children, and he wants more animatronic ghost children. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he's trying to raise an army. I don't know. So I don't know if you knew this because I don't think you got to the point. Well, you might have gotten to the point in Obi-Wan where you see Luke, like child Luke. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I did actually. So the kid that plays the Freddy possessor. Oh, is that child Luke? That, that's the same kid that plays child Luke. Uh, the little blonde kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I did like that they had like the switch up at the end where, you know, she like, she basically like they're going off the picture that's on the wall. Of, like, oh, we're friends with the yellow rabbit. And then like, she like takes the picture down. And it's like, yeah, no, actually the real rabbit's actually who killed you. Um, cause I, I I'm, it's kind of hokey the way they did it, but at the same time, I'm glad they did it because I was like... That was my issue with the whole movie, really, was that it was, like, easily predictable. Like, I yeah. don't know any of the lore. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, well, I, I was like sitting... a good turn in a horror movie is, like, someone actually betraying someone, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Well, I was kind of sitting there, and I'm just like... <clears throat> I'm just like why are they like working for him? They, they like in the video games, that's not the case. Like actually the reason like you playing his like older son in the video games, the reason they're coming after you is cause like you're the son of the dude who killed these children. Like that's the whole reason the animatronics are coming after you as the security guard when you're in there trying to like undo what your father's done. Like they're just coming after you cause they're just like, Oh, like you probably like your son. You also probably look like him. So I was like, why are they like, I don't know why they're helping this dude like murder more children and so at least they like did something to explain away that but again in my opinion it was a little hokey um i don't know the whole thing with like 
our our boy baby hunger games and his like missing brother i i thought it it would have made more sense to me if you were like his brother fucking like they were together at a freddy fazbear's back in the 80s and his brother like went missing and it's assumed he got kidnapped or something and then it's like better explained that like like what the fuck was William Afton doing out in the middle of fucking Nebraska kidnapping kids. Like that's so coincidental. It just really made no sense to me. It would have been it would have made more sense if it was like, oh yeah, Does he the and his whole family were movie take place in Nebraska? Like I don't I don't I don't, I don't think so. I think it really defining where it takes place. I, I don't think so. I think he's like he was just like, Yeah, they were like they were um I'm pretty sure you said they were just like out there vacationing or something. Yeah, I don't know. Let me see if it says. I don't know if it'll. What are reviews on this? Uh, critics gave it a twenty-eight. Uh, or no, so at a thirty for critics right now. Audience score is an eighty-eight for verified. Unverified is actually a ninety percent. That's kind of wild. Yeah. That's uh, that's a rabid fan base coming to its defense. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would agree with that. I, I'm assuming it's a, a lot of the diehard fans just kind of pumping the numbers there. Yeah, and the I mean, positive review bombing. To, to be fair, I don't think I, th I think they they made they they took a game that's very that has very obscure and very like non-specific lore, and they made it into a somewhat palatable movie. Something that like. I don't know, because you can't really, like take what they give you in the video games and turn that directly into a movie. I get that. Um, I think there's some things they could have changed, but I think overall, like they they kept true to the lore. Like they didn't they didn't actually like fuck up any of the lore like royally. Like they didn't do anything that like really takes it and just like shits on it. Kind of like you yeah, know like, what we've had done. Someone who who is not aware of the lore and mm -hmm. straight up just like doesn't care. Like, in that case, gave me nothing. Exactly. You know? Because in that case, it, it that's where it falls flat. Is like, okay, if you're aware of the lore, it's probably pretty decent for you. Because like, like, like you could fill in the blanks. Plotting movie overall, like it just yeah. kind of like trundles on for two yeah. thirds. So that then, like, that's kind of why I was saying is like, I looked at it from a point of view where it's like, okay, if I'm not familiar with this lore, how am I viewing this? And that's where I came to the conclusion like you're getting a lot of holes, or just like a lot of unanswered, like question. Like in this movie, you're just getting a whole lot of like very surface value stuff where it's just kind of like you're you're left wondering a lot of things i feel like not really i mean i'm no? not like i didn't feel like i was left wondering that much i was just like nah that was something yeah oh, that's fair i, don't know. I, like, I mean I, I, yeah it's surface I feel like very it surface did a particularly it, good job at like establishing no. an atmosphere of suspense or anything no like that. not at all i think that's the other thing is that's one complaint i've seen from people who some people who are fans who are being critical of the movie is like five nights is five nights at freddy's as a video game was full of jump scares like that's one of the things they, they sold on this movie had zero jump scares whatsoever yeah i'd agree with that so it's kind of like, okay, you can't really see yourself as a horror movie. Like this was almost, almost, I would say this movie was made specifically for fans just giving them 
Yeah, it just felt like a like fan safe, service safe for young teenagers kind of movie you know yeah no definitely yeah kid I, i'd say kids and teenagers I, I mean even kids watching this i, I feel like would be pretty fine um i think it just is purely fan service to give them yeah there's like nothing close to the level of movies that we were watching through october you know like yeah. uh I don't know, like, the only movie that's coming to my head right now is, like, Hellraiser, you know, which is, like, just an iconic classic piece of horror, and, like, obviously two very different vibes there, (laughs) Um, two very different levels of, like, gore and uh, terror, I guess. (laughs) Uh, but like throughout Hellraiser even before things have like really blown up at the end there are things that like unsettle you throughout the movie right like mm-hmm. the the fucking nail scene on the stairs like that kind of stuff yeah and again that the first two thirds of this movie there's like nothing really for me there you just watch no. his brother get abducted like six times in his dream and then like something changes every time and yeah i'm just not a big fan of like that as a storytelling mechanic is the like (laughs) repeat repeat the same scene but we'll change something every every time yeah Uh, i just think it gets very tiring after like the second time you see the same scene no definitely uh especially if you're not like seeing the scene from a different perspective (laughs) um and that like different perspective revealing something new. Like if you're just watching it from the same guy's perspective, you're it just gets tired really quick. Yeah. No, uh, I would agree. Um, no, it, it just I I I feel like part of that is like being safe for like a younger audience is like. Uh, they, I think they could have been like a little bit, oh, a little bit more gory, if they wanted it to really be like more of a mature thing. They could have been like more gory, or at least like given up some more of those like those moments of just like uh like when the spring trap suits like activating and digging into William, like. In the video games, they make it like again. It's like the, I think the scene that the video like that takes place in the video game that shows it happen. It's like a f- like a lot of the flashback scenes are done in like eight bit, so they're like pixel art sort of thing going on. Uh-huh. It's like you're not getting like good graphics. Like they just kind of like show his death in like a flashback of like pixels. But even then, like it shows like he like the, the spring trap suit activates and like blood just fucking pouring out of this thing onto the ground. Like, it's more of a gruesome death than just, like, you see it dig into him, he gets dragged off, and he's left there, like, groaning while he dies and inevitably haunts the suit. Hmm. Uh, yeah, honestly, I just, I really don't have much more to say about this one. Um, no. I don't feel like it's less than a five for me mm-hmm. like I think you could watch it and enjoy it 
mm-hmm. even if you're not like a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just somewhere in the low fives for me. Yeah, I think I was gonna give it just a five point five. It's I like I think, think it's an outright bad movie, but I don't think no. there's anything that like really sets it above any other movie. I I think it's a movie you could watch through once, and then you could just kind of forget about it. Like you don't really need to watch it again and again. Yeah. I'm like honestly, if you if you just want if you want like a good story uh, about some possessed fucking suits and what's going on with them, just watch a lore video on YouTube or play the fucking video games. Yeah. Because, like, I can't even say that this is, like, Willy's Wonderland, objectively, like, a worse story, Mm -hmm. but more fun. 100%. And and there were were times where I'm just looking at this and I'm just like, I just kind of wish they would just, like, you just had fucking Nick Cage's character, you just throw him in Freddy Fazbear's, and, like, these fucking, like, Every like like you had fucking Josh Hutcherson, baby baby fucking our our guy, our boy, and like his daughter, and even like like they're all just terrified of these fucking animatronics. And it was like you'd have fucking Nick Cage's character from Willy's Wonderland, and they're just ripping their fucking throats out. He'd just be shrugging, and then he'd go fucking take a break and slam a fucking energy drink while playing yeah, pinball. I kind of think that in that second act, you needed more to make you distrust like all of the animatronics yeah because you don't really get that uh, yeah and in fact like you get them being kind of weird but then they're all like safe and friendly with his sister and you're like like me only knowing that the game is about like sitting in a room watching cameras and these things are all like trying to come in and kill you which i think that's probably most people's understanding of the game that are just like surface level aware of it are going to mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck? I thought these things like kill people. Like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. And you kind of get that in the earlier scene with the first security guy. But you're also like, I don't know. You just needed more to distrust them. You need them to be like doing weird things that you don't expect them to do and kind of like unsettle you. Yeah. Like weirdly menacing things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's a good word for it. Like they, they lack menace. Oh yeah. No, there's, yeah. I don't think there was any point where it was just like, yeah, these are actually terrifying. They, they're just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's not enough. just read a review that said uh, <laughs> um, they're less Terminator machines and more Barney the Purple Dinosaur coming to get you. <laughs> One, yeah, 100%. Well, and I think I think even in like the video games, this this would have made it, I think, them a little bit more terrifying is like I'm pretty sure in the video games, they'll like fucking run like they they can move like some of them can like fucking move and like I, in the video like you're sitting in the security office you just like operate the doors where like if one's coming down a hallway you close the fucking door off so that they can't get to you um but like i think there's pre- something about like the fox like sprinting around or some shit yeah the fox would like sprint down that down. fucking hallway and get you and it was just like 
you could add some creepy shit with just like you're just like looking down a long hallway and that fox just turns a fucking corner and just comes sprinting after you little will add a little bit more suspense a little bit more like you know get that adrenaline pumping but no I just didn't so yeah just an all right surface value movie 5.5. 5.5. What did we give Willy's Wonderland? Do you even remember? No. <laughs> we should make a wiki page for all of our uh, for all of our scores. scores. Honestly, yeah. we should. Yeah. God, we'd have to like go back in and listen to every episode to figure out where we said the score at. <laughs> yeah. That would be too difficult. I feel like. No, we can just split it out like 50 bit. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. But this is just a short episode, and uh, we'll probably have another episode up this week. Uh, but this has been our review of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, if you enjoyed this, maybe give us a positive review. Maybe something better than a, a low five. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the score only goes up to five, in which case, please give, give us, us a five. A five. Um we are cool guys and we enjoy that you if you listen to this far you listened all the way here (laughs) if you enjoyed the music that music is done by carl casey at white bat audio give him a follow give him a listen he does make shout out shout out Carl Casey, if you ever listen to us and you want to make us some custom music for the pod. He won't. He's far too busy. He's doing probably real, real boy things. Uh, he's killing it with the, the ambient music. Oh yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon if you wanted to uh, support us. Support our little podcast. Pay for our um, when we have to rent movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scott, do you know our Patreon? Nope. It's patreon.com forward slash bad pipes podcast. Nice. Also, give us a follow on x slash Twitter at bad pipes pod. Yeah. And if you want to email us, maybe like recommend us a movie or something so that we don't have to, you know, dredge the, the theater barrels. Um, you can email me at cryptidworksofficial at gmail.com and uh, I don't know you don't have to recommend anything you could just say hi uh, you could also say rude things but I wouldn't recommend that because that'd be rude um, but yeah we appreciate you and we hope that you Say hi to your dog for me and uh, have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Or if you're listening to this on a Monday, look forward to that weekend, little buddy. You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs>